Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with the devastating reports of the Odisha triple train crash that shook the country on Friday. Large cranes and bulldozers tried on Saturday to lift the last remaining coach that rescuers have not reached yet among the strewn and mangled wreckage of three trains that rammed into each other in rapid sequence in Odisha's Balasore district, officials said. The accident on Friday night killed at least 261 people and injured nearly 1,000 in one of the worst railway tragedies of the country. The Indian Railways has ordered a high-level probe to ascertain the cause of the accident. The Shalimar Chennai Central Coromandel Express derailed at Bahanaga Bazaar between the Balasore and Soro stations at around 7 pm, according to Southeastern Railway officials. Soon after, the Bengaluru Howrah Superfast Express derailed at the same site. Some coaches of the Coromandel Express fell on top of a stationary goods train in an adjacent railway track. Gas cutters were used to extricate the bodies from under the derailed coaches. From a vantage point high above the ground, the accident site looked like as if a powerful whirlwind had thrown the coaches on top of each other. Closer to the ground, bloodied and disfigured bodies laid enmeshed with each other, creating a grotesque sight. Prime Minister Narendra Modi held a meeting to review the situation and was headed for the accident site and also the Katak hospital where many injured are being treated, officials said. At the time of recording, the rescue operation was in progress with one coach posing a huge challenge, according to officials. Around 200 ambulances, 50 buses and 45 mobile health units, besides 1,200 personnel, are working at the accident site, with officials saying the tragedy was compounded due to multiple tracks passing through an embanked area. The crash occurred near the Bahanaga Bazaar station in Balasore, about 250 km south of Kolkata and 170 km north of Bhuvaneshwar, around 7 pm on Friday. Meanwhile, the Indian Railway said anti-train collision system coverage was not available on the route. While it is not clear what caused the crash, sources hinted at a possible signalling failure. Coverage alerts when a loco pilot jumps a signal, which is the leading cause of train collisions. The system can alert the loco pilot, take control of the brakes and bring the train to a halt automatically when it notices another train on the same line within a prescribed distance. The railways announced an exgratia amount of Rs 10 lakh for the next of kin of the deceased, Rs 2 lakh for those grievously injured and Rs 50,000 for those with minor injuries. PM Modi announced an additional exgratia of Rs 2 lakh for the next of kin of the deceased and Rs 50,000 for the injured from the Prime Minister's National Relief Fund. Odisha Chief Minister Patnaik declared a day-long state mourning on Saturday. Moving on to other news. At least 15 people were injured when suspected Kuki militants, armed with sophisticated weapons and bombs, attacked two villages in Manipur's Impal West district, police said on Saturday. Personnel of the state police and Manipur rifles stationed at the two villages Faying and Kangchup Chingkong retaliated leading to an exchange of fire that lasted for more than four hours on Friday night and later pushed back the militants to nearby hills, the police said. The injured have been admitted to the Regional Institute of Medical Sciences and Raj Medicity in Impal, where the conditions of two of the injured is stated to be critical. At least 98 people lost their lives and 310 others were injured in the ethnic violence in the state that broke out a month ago, the government said in a statement on Friday. A total of 37,450 people are currently sheltered in 272 relief camps, said the statement issued by the Chief Minister's office. Clashes first broke out on May 3rd after a tribal solidarity march was organized in the Hill Districts to protest against the Métis community's demand for scheduled tribe status. 
Metis account for about 53% of Manipur's population and live mostly in the Imbal Valley. Tribals Nagas and Kukis constitute another 40% of the population and reside in the hill districts. Around 10,000 army and Assam Rifles personnel have been deployed in the state to bring back peace. After a relative lull for over a fortnight, the state witnesses spartan clashes and gunfights between militants and security forces. 59 MPs from 19 parties wrote to the German ambassador to India seeking his intervention in ensuring the return of an Indian baby girl who was taken away from her parents by the German authorities in September 2021. A German child welfare agency took custody of Ariha Shah when she was seven months old, alleging that the parents harassed her. The MP said given that there are no criminal cases pending against any member of the family, it is more than time to send the baby back home. The letter was endorsed by MPs cutting across party lines, including Hema Malini of BJP, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary of Congress, Supriya Sule of NCP, Kanimuri Karnanidhi of DMK, Mahua Moitra of TMC, Shashi Tharoor of Congress and Farooq Abdullah of NC, among others. They said Ariha's parents, Dhara and Bhavesh Shah, were in Berlin as the baby's father was employed in a company there. The family should have been back in India by now but for some tragic events. Ariha was taken away from her parents after the child had suffered an accidental injury in the perineum for which she was hospitalized. An investigation was instituted against her parents for child sexual abuse. In February 2022, the police case was closed without any charges against the parents. The hospital too issued a report ruling out sexual abuse. Despite this, the baby was not returned to her parents and the agency pressed for permanent custody of the child in the German courts. The agency held that the Indian parents were incapable of looking after their own baby who will be better off in German foster care. India on Friday urged Germany to send back at the earliest Ariha Shah, asserting it is important for the child to be in her linguistic, religious, cultural and social environment. External Affairs Ministry spokesperson Arindam Bakshi said Ariha's continued stay in the German foster care and infringement of her social, cultural and linguistic rights is of deep concern to the government of India and the parents. The Kerala government has criticized the removal of chapters on the periodic table and challenges to democracy, among other topics, from class 10 textbooks by the NCRT and said it amounts to challenging democratic and secular values. The new textbooks with the changes announced by the National Council for Educational Research and Training last year as part of a rationalization exercise have now hit the market. Apart from the periodic table and challenges to democracy, contribution of agriculture to the national economy and sustainable management of natural resources were also dropped from class 10 textbooks. The unilateral action of the NCRT to remove the topics under the guise of rationalization is a challenge to the democratic and secular values of our country. Kerala has already declared that it cannot be accepted as it challenges the entire existing democratic order in the country, State Education Minister V. Shivankuti said in a statement issued on Friday night. He said NCRT has taken the approach of removing topics on our father of the nation Mahatma Gandhi, Maulana Azad and other topics related to the country's common history, the theory of evolution, the periodic table, democratic values and the current challenges faced by the country. Private bus operators in Kerala have postponed the statewide indefinite strike which was declared from June 7th onwards. A joint protest committee of the Bus Operators Associations called for the strike raising various demands including a hike in students' concession fares and action to retain bus permits. A petition related to bus permit is before the Kerala High Court and a report related to the students' concession will be delayed. Observing these facts, we decided to postpone the indefinite strike, said all Kerala private bus operators' organization. Representatives of the private bus operators had submitted a notice of the strike to Transport Minister Antony Raju on May 21st. 
The bus operators are demanding an increase in the travel fare of students to a minimum of Rs 5. Other demands include fixing an age limit for students who avail benefits, retaining permits and allowing limited stop buses to continue. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.